Welcome in lacrosse fans to the Utah Lacs Report. I'm your host, Tim Haslam. Today is the day we've been waiting for. The UHSAA 2021 season begins today, and it's going to be a good one. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, where we'll have scores from the day's games. This weekend saw Utah fall to Jacksonville 8-3. Westminster beat Montevallo and Alabama Huntsville, while BYU beat Grand Canyon and Minnesota in Arizona. UVU beat Minnesota on Friday, but fell to Grand Canyon in overtime on Saturday. The Westminster women opened its season with two road losses in Colorado. The Utah men's team will host Westminster this Saturday at 1 p.m. I also took a look at the survey results, so if you fill that out, thank you. You will see the results at utahlaxreport.substack.com. My guest on the show today is Bob Emhoff. Emhoff is the IM Lax Boys Youth Officials Assigner, which means he's in charge of making sure each game has officials. IM Lax is looking for more officials to join the ranks, so if you like getting some exercise while outdoors and getting around $36 per game, then you should look into becoming an official. As always, please subscribe, follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, as well as on social media, and don't forget to leave a rating. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the show, Bob. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining me today. You know, like I mentioned in my intro, you're the youth official assigner for the boys' side. Tell us how you got involved with lacrosse. I, I can't remember now, maybe 10, 12 years ago, but my son actually played. They, they started up the feeder group into Judge Lacrosse. I think he was about fourth grade. And his first game, they had two practices and played Park City. And they lost 30 to two. And I thought, oh God, this is going to be a nightmare. And he and his friend got in the car and said, that was so much fun. And I was like, oh, great. You know, because usually when they lose 30 to two at soccer, it's like, ugh. So anyway, after a few games, maybe a year or two, I looked at it. I thought, and I was currently at that time, a boys basketball official. And I thought, this looks fun and uh, started up. As an official. Yeah. In, in your current role, how long have you been, how long have you been the assigner for the boys youth? Well, years ago, there were two youth programs. One was uh, Goal Lacrosse and one was the uh, Utah Lacrosse Association. And I started assigning for the goal and, and then the youth and high school separated in the ULA and, and took over that. So that was probably eight years ago, I would say. Okay. Now, and now there's just one youth league, which is IMLAX, Intermountain Youth Lacrosse League. Right. And, and as an assigner, you know, I kind of, I kind of joked with you, you're kind of the wizard behind the curtain. Walk us through a a normal spring and, and what it looks like for you. Wow. So a normal spring, we can have anywhere up to, I think, couple years ago, we've surpassed a thousand games and that's in a very short season. We start in April and finish in May, at the end of May. And so we have now about currently about 80 active youth officials and we'll have a hundred and 125 games on a Saturday. And we only do Saturdays while the high school is going. So that's a lot of games. And it stretches everywhere from Provo up to uh, Logan. And usually on Wednesday, I'm begging people to fill in spots that I don't have filled yet. So it's, it's a lot of work in those two months, but it's pretty fun. And, and do, you get to, do you get to ref yourself or are you too busy trying to figure out who's going where? 
So I'm not as active refing as I used to be. I used to ref high school and youth. I no longer ref high school and I will generally ref youth if I need to fill a spot, but I try to keep myself, I try to keep myself off the field because there's a lot of times some issues that need to get taken care of. And so I want to have access to my phone, but I like to get out on the field. I'm a little older and that's a little bit good exercise. <laughs> it is good exercise. And, and that's one of the benefits of, of being an official, right? What, what are some of the other benefits that, that uh, you see as an official? Well, I, I think there's a few, and, and one of them is to, you have the opportunity as an official to do to work with a group that you love. A lot of our officials have either been uh, past players or officials with other sports, so it's, it's a great way to be able to get outside and spend a Saturday and you make very good money for one thing. The second thing is, is that as a, an official, you can make your own schedule. So if okay, you don't have to work, if you can only work half a day on a Saturday, you can have. So what other place where you get to be outside, great in a sport, make good money and make your own schedule? That, that's definitely true. I, I've joked uh, often, if you want to make money in lacrosse, you go be an official because there's no money anywhere else. Yeah. And, and, you know, great thing about youth is that, you know, they're our games. And uh, so there's not as much pressure as a high school official. I think probably the most pressure is dealing with the parents. Sure. <laughs> and and that's, a, that's a reality of the job, right? As, as we all know, if you've ever been to a lacrosse game, there's... Uh, very, there's always comments thrown at officials, whether they hear them or not, we'll never know. But as, as a youth official, where, where would someone get started? How would they, how would they learn more? How would they become one? We are always recruiting our, our minimum age is 16. And so if you are still in high school, you will do the officiating of the K-12 or K-2 to 7-8 Whereas if you're over out of the out of high school, you can do youth and high school. We are constantly looking for adults to officiate because they can serve as mentor to younger officials. So you can go to our website, imlaxutah.org, and there's an officials page there and you just complete a registration and I get that and follow up from there. And, and talking about officials, they're they're part of their own little say union. That's a bad way to describe it, but they're they're part of their own little group. Is that correct? And you join that group, and then from there you get assigned uh, to your to your level of ability. So right, the Utah Lacrosse Officials Association in Utah is for high school. We used to be it used to be for youth and high school, but since the high school went with the uh, Utah High School Activities Association, since they were sanctioned, we've split off. So now we're just the Intermountain Lacrosse Association. And the requirement is that you have to be a member of U.S. Lacrosse for a number of different reasons. But most high school players are already a member anyway, or a coach. So it's not that not that big of a deal. But yeah, so it's run through the IMLAX League, which is located in Murray. And, and me. 
What uh, I'm, I'm assuming this also applies to, to women's and, and girls officials, correct? There, there's a need for them as well, and, and they can go through this same path to to officiating women's games. Correct. There's a, there's a different assigner for that, and there's a different league, but it is run through the same program or the same league. And you know, we do have we do a we do a lot of. Uh, tournaments throughout the year too and some of those tournaments are external places that come in town they're not just run by our league so they're run by you know maybe adrenaline league and uh, or the aloha tournament and they actually want men and women so they have boys and girls games and they're fun you know usually two days friday and a saturday get out there do you can do six or seven games a day make pretty good money and it's 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 a, a fun atmosphere. It, it's a great way to stay involved in the game. You know, I, I've obviously coaching is is one way to stay involved, but there's a lot of demands uh, on a coach. And so, like you said, you know, with an, being an official, especially youth official, you can control your own schedule and and determine how how involved you want to be. You you mentioned the external tournaments, and then there's obviously lacrosse in the fall. So in reality, you could you could be refing from you know, April to October-ish, right? Absolutely. You know, last year, because of the pandemic, it was a very short season, but lacrosse did actually manage in June to have a month of lacrosse. I mean, there were a lot of parameters and differences. We, you know, didn't have full uh, 10 on 10. We had seven on seven, but uh, there still were tournaments. And then we had uh, fall lacrosse. We are, I think we're expecting everything to kind of, come back to a little bit of normalcy this spring. We'll still have some COVID restrictions and, and still ask for the cooperation of the fans as far as social distancing and wearing masks, et cetera, until we get you know completely vaccinated, I guess. But it really is, you, you have, we really try to get people involved in the spring because that's when we do all our training. But we do have found that in the summer, we'll do a couple extra trainings for those who, you know, see it in the spring and hear about it and want to participate in the fall. Sure. And, and a couple other quick questions here before, before we part ways. But you mentioned that you have about 80 officials for this spring season. What, what's your ideal mark? How many, how many officials would you be, be pleased with? Well, we have 80 that doesn't mean they're always going to be active. So I like to get over a hundred. You know, my thing is if I can get 110 or 120, then I'm not begging for people to, to help out on games. And oh, <laughs> so the, the younger guys, you know, they'll beg for six or seven games on a Saturday, whereas the older guys are starting to, you know, maybe three, maybe four. That would be the way I am. We have so many fields. That from, like I said, Provo to Logan, they're usually sitting on one field. That's why we need more officials. If I had every game, you know, at the same field, it wouldn't be as much of an issue. But over 100, I'd like. So go out and get me 25 or 30 more officials. <laughs> That's right. It, it's as easy as going to imlaxutah.org and, and filling out that form that you're interested in officiating. Like you said, you you receive that and, and follow up with every lead. Correct. Tell, tell me real quick, what's a rule at the youth level that you just you would love to see changed? Oh, changed mm -hmm. or enforced? Keep in mind that at the youth level, it's all about safety. It really is. We are. I would 
rather have any, I'd, I'd love to have complaints that the officials are throwing too many flags every day because uh, that's really what we're trying to, to do. I'm not sure that there's any rule that I'd rather have changed because it is really been, I, the one thing that I think youth has done better and better is that they're trying to structure the games so that the, the younger kids are learning the um, nuances of lacrosse and not the aggressiveness of it. And I, what I would like to have changed, I guess, is for all spectators to understand that. I always say, you know, when you hear somebody yell, even, I think that's one of the dumbest things I ever hear because we're not calling it even, we're calling it fair. There may be a team who is being too aggressive and so they're going to be flagged more than the other. So there's no such thing as calling it even. What I want everybody to realize is that we try to call it fair. I, I like that. And, and that makes sense, right? My, my last question for you, I, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on the show. What, what's been your favorite lacrosse memory, maybe from watching your son or, or while you're out there on the field? But, in, you know, what, what, what are, what's a moment that stands out to you? So actually, what I told you at the very beginning, it's truly my most favorite lacrosse memory. When I, you know, when you watch your kids go through and young, when they're younger and they're playing basketball, they're playing soccer, and they happen to be on a team that's not quite so hot and you know they're losing every game or losing by a wide margin and they they get a little bit you know kind of bummed out and so when that first lacrosse game and they lost 30 to 2 I thought oh here we go again and when they got in that car you know I mean what other game could you go out and you know hit each other with sticks and uh, and so when they just said that was the most funnest thing that was awesome I will never forget that and I think that's kind of what led me into where I am today. And I'm hoping that other people can really kind of enjoy that type of moment that I had with my son that day. Definitely. And, and as we get closer to the, you know, the youth could start practicing this, this past week and games are coming up here shortly, as, as you know, you know, I, I think that's a great reminder. Just, just be there for your kids and, and to help them have that excitement and, who knows? Maybe you'll end up as a, a ref of a signer one day. Well, I hope they're definitely a ref, <laughs> maybe a signer in a few years. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. I really, I really do appreciate this. And, and hopefully we can get some others out there to get excited about the game. Our biggest goal too, is to get these young kids out there doing official officiating so they can, if they go on to college, they can do that while they're in college. It's a great way to, to earn some money while in college. And then beyond that, you know, start doing high school. Great. Well, thanks again, Bob, for being on the show. And I'm sure we'll see you on the sidelines one day. 